Hello, everyone. Welcome to the FTS podcast, Friends Talking Shop. I am Dave, one of your hosts here. Excited to uh, be in June. I just had just an absolutely beautiful, lovely weekend this last weekend. I hope you guys did too. Um, some of that were, will be re- reviewed in my in my uh, stories here. Were you in St. Louis? Because I heard it was like 150 degrees. I was, and I was in Wisconsin, ah, where it was 70s, and just absolutely beautiful. That's a big difference. What does a, a lovely weekend in Wisconsin mean? Like you eat cheese, <laughs> you sit on a sofa, you eat Pringles, you talk about the Green Bay Packers. Keep what going. else do you do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's... Maybe you go for a bike ride. Maybe attend a Trump rally. No, no, no. Back. What is what is that beautiful day in Wisconsin? It's. uh, I was at a family reunion and we went out on a a boat. Went tubing on a boat. We played pickleball. We uh, did scavenger hunt since we had we activities. We played beach volleyball. uh, Oh, that's your thing. That's your thing. Josh, Josh, it could be a trivia show. Guess what race this family is? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I heard pickleball. (laughs) I heard volleyball. And I heard tubing and the Midwest. I'm going to go with white. The correct. <laughs> correct. Correct. Uh, we ate a lot of Swedish meatballs and ate lutefisk. That would make us Swedish. So, yeah, there you go. We want to play that game very specifically. Well, let's go through the introductions so we can get kickoff here. My second host, uh, who I believe looks like you're in Philadelphia, is Josh. Yeah, I am. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Good. You yeah. just get back from, uh, sounds like... You were traveling as well? He looked like he just I, actually uh, presented the new iPhone. The way he's dressed, all black. black. I'm wearing I'm wearing a Schwartz's Deli t-shirt. I'm not sure. I don't remember that episode of, of Steve Jobs where, mm. where you wore a Deli t-shirt. It was, <laughs> it was his fat Elvis face. <laughs> and I was at the host, beach. I was at the beach. You asked me yeah. that and then you oh, said yeah, yeah. whatever. Yes, I was at the beach. Had a, Very nice. Had a nice weekend, though it wasn't the greatest be- of beach days. A little windy, a little chilly, but, you know, Okay. there are worse need, things in life. You need perfection. Uh, and then our <laughs> third host, as always, and you are currently traveling, it looks like. Omar, how are you doing today? This will be my last travel podcast for, for a long time. I'm going to oh. myself in Puerto Rico. I'm with my family, so I'm frustrated, yet at the same time, very happy. So you are at family's <laughs> house. Yes. Uh, you don't own this property, so you will not walk around this property naked. Is that true? That's it. I hope not. No, I will not walk around this property naked. Good. Good. I know. Mm, that was not said with conviction. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have been telling my family about how I discovered my body, and it's very nice. <laughs> yeah, that's normal. 25, 35 years late, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. That's um, – <laughs> never know what you're going to say next. Yeah, that's uh, so let's uh, kick off the podcast. As always, uh, Friends Talking Shop, w- w- the three of us who are just introduced, we're the friends, and we're going to talk. And uh, shop, shop means that we each have a topic that we will bring up that we've been thinking about this week that we're going to share with each other and share with all of you. Uh, as I found out, as I listened to some of our podcasts, which I'm not ashamed to admit, I listen to the podcast. Do any I you listen guys- to them all. I listen to them all. I do. I love them. I enjoy listening to them very much. Yes. I listen, I listen to myself. And then I, <laughs> I get stop. To, Omar, <laughs> I don't even – I'm not even turned off by my own voice. I'm more turned off by my laugh. I don't like my laugh, but my own voice doesn't yeah, bother I'm me at all. I'm, I'm actually turned off by your voice too. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm turned <laughs> off by my voice. You're right. It's a thing. I think of all of us. It is yeah, funny. Most people I, are though, but I, I found myself being fine with my own voice. 
I do critique my laugh. Like there are times yes. where I'm like, well, I'm surprised I laughed at that so hard or, or I'm surprised I didn't laugh at that one. So yeah, it's, it is what, a little strange what, to listen to yourself. David, what percentage of your laughs on this podcast, at least, do you think are genuine? I'm going to say 15. <laughs> one five. No, yeah. Yeah. I've got a script here. That's like insert laughed here. Omar story. I have a timer that says laugh. No, I think it's I think it's in the high 90s. I, I find myself. I laughing. hope so. It yeah, should be 100 percent. 100 percent. Again, we don't call the podcast hilarious. What we say is we enjoy it. We laugh at each other. That's yeah. hilarious is all what everyone else. Can it's do. all relative. Yes. Do you guys both have pools, by the way? You guys both do. Right? No, I do I not do. have a pool. I do. Mm. So sometimes I get big puddles when it's thunderstorms. Does that count? No. That counts almost funny. It, oh, my <laughs> <you> God. <laughs> Unreal. No, I wonder if I'll laugh at that as hard. Starting though. early. <laughs> that was in one of the centers. That was a good one. Uh, it's not Listen, a real pool. They all, they all can't be gold. I know. It's true. It's true. not a real pool unless you're paying someone to maintain it. Then you got a real pool. There you go. Uh, we did get an email again this week, which uh, I don't yes, know. we did. It's a juicy one too. Juicy mixed, one. Mixed feelings about how this is going to go. But if you want to email us outside of this last emailer, uh, feel free to email us at friends at fts.media. That's friends, as in the show friends at fts.media. Uh, so let's kick things off. Josh, have I, have I mentioned everything? I mentioned the podcast. You did. I mentioned the email address. All right. You I did. Think I think you hit it all. Ready to go. Uh, Josh, you want to go first this week? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So I don't know if um, the two of you know this, but on June 15th, it was World Elderly Abuse Day. Were you even aware of that? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Is it recognizing that That's it happens real. or they're encouraging you to do no, it? No, it's not uh, a call to go out and beat up uh, senior citizens. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it's it was an ironic. Uh, it's, okay. I think, yeah, it's, it's for they should name it something different. They probably should. It's really poor, poorly labeled. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> maybe world elderly don't abuse that. That would be much better. Yeah, that would be better. It's probably an uh, elderly who named it, let's be honest. <laughs> and that goes to the point of what I'm trying to say here today. So – Look, that was a big day, and the whole point of the day was to draw um, attention uh, to the fact that our elderly are sometimes mistreated, and also the bigger thing, because it brings up a whole bunch of warnings about scammers. So there was an article the other day, and I don't know if either of you saw it, but it was um, – Not only was, has Omar not saw it, he's not hearing it this time. He's not even hearing it. Yeah. But are the, you the, Are you with us, Omar? He's I'm listening about this worldly elderly abuse day. Okay. See, you know, it's not worldly elderly abuse. That would be even worse, I think, as a label. It's a <laughs> world elderly abuse day. And it was on June 15th. And yes, it's a real thing. So I'm reading an article the other day. And it was an article about, and I'm going to, because I just went through it real quick because I just saw the headline and thought, oh, what happened here? Because if you... If you look hard enough, you'll see one of these articles almost weekly in the paper. But the article was about a scam that was done by these two 20-year-olds who were basically all across the U.S. They just called senior citizens across the U.S. and basically just made up a story about how their grandkids were in trouble and how they needed money, whether they were in jail and needed uh, bail money or whether they uh, you know, needed a tuition loan. They were going to kick that out of school, whatever the case may be. 
And these what two, were, were, yeah. Would they sound like they were twenty, or did they try and act like they were old people? Or listen, both? I, it's so how an article works is it's words on a page. I don't, I don't know the sounds of their voice. The article doesn't do that uh, for me, unfortunately. It's just words on a page, and I can interpret them as I read them. So, so they, I don't have the answer to your question. I don't know. I don't know if I could sound if I if I really really had to. Could I sound like an old person? No, you're not. No, you're not. Are you, see, this is this is the point of being invested in the podcast and listening <laughs> to the words that are coming out of my mouth. These are two 20-year-olds that are scamming old people. They yes. are not old people scamming old people. They're 20-year-olds, so they don't have to be old on the other end of the phone. playing characters. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop it. Yes, they're basically calling old people and saying, hey, Edith, your grandkid just got thrown in prison and needs bail money. Oh, I see. And I'm calling on their behalf, okay? And the end result of this was – they did this to over 70 senior citizens and took down over $2 million. What? Yes. Wow. Isn't that insane? Wait a minute. Are you sure you read the I read it correctly. words on the page correctly? So yes. I'm going to take 20 <laughs> the million math. and divide it by seven. They 70, 70, 70, 70, over 70. So Article said over on 70 average, people. They scammed seven people out of 70. By 70 people by seven. Two. That's fifty thousand dollars per. There you go. Thank you. That's that's. Oh, that was in my head, by the way. Yeah. Well, that was, it was incorrect. Uh, it's two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars per person. <laughs> two million divided by seventy. Oh, you know, I. I you did it wrong. I, I did. All right, I, now I'll admit I did. Do it, it again. Okay, I'll Let's do it. Let's let all the Westerners uh, twenty-eight thousand dollars. Right, Thank there. you. No. So, okay. Yes, that's much more reasonable. So they took each one of these senior citizens for $48 million each. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> by, by Dave's math. <laughs> so basically that's what they did, and they, they got uh, about $2 million from this scam. So look, here's my question to you guys, and I, I need to know this. Why are senior citizens continuing to fall for these scams? When we think of elderly, right, don't we always say – they have life experience. We should listen to them. They're wise. <laughs> they have wisdom, right? Don't we always say that when we look to the elderly and when you hear like, like, for example, I'll give you a, a, a great example. Here. My mother growing up, my parents always watched Jeopardy, right? Seven o'clock, boom, Jeopardy was on. They put it on. And I would sit there sometimes and watch it with them. And my mother spewing out every answer. What is blah, blah, blah. What is Nostradamus? What is uh, the Red Sea? What is... And she's getting she's getting like 80 percent right. It was I was she's like amazed. It, she's saying it in question form. Oh, yeah. Don't you? When I watch Jeopardy today, I say it in question form. Mm. Yeah, you I don't do that. I no. I don't think I do. It's hard to go. Really? I think you just I say, say the answer. Just just I want to get it out because you don't have much loud. time. Hmm? She says it out loud. Yeah. I, do, when you do you watch Jeopardy? I used to. Yeah. I mean, OK, I so when you watch, I watch my wife and I, I watch love it. I watch it on SNL. <laughs> okay, that's a different form of Jeopardy. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Yeah. The real Jeopardy, when my wife and I watch, we say the answer. What is whatever? Who is whatever? Yeah. I, I I don't know. I, maybe I go. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just thinking I do that. Well, that's but, the game. You're practicing for that time that you'll be on Jeopardy, so it's a good yes. idea, I suppose. Oh, I would freeze on Jeopardy. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. I'm not sure. But like, there's some some nights where I go, I need to be on Jeopardy, where I'm like nailing it, and other nights where I don't know a goddamn thing. I just feel like there's a short timer before I got to impress someone with my answer. Well, that's so go, the other thing. You know, a lot I don't of that's have time timing. To, yeah. Look, if it's about if it's like 
English literature, forget it. I'm done. <laughs> Poetry, opera, I, I can't do any. I, I, like there's there's so many topics where I, where I'm a big flat goose egg. Yeah. But if you know it's like 80 sitcoms, you know I'm cleaning up. Yeah, right. You're very you you can go very deep, but you're not right. very. I go, yeah. right. That's exactly <laughs> right. So my mother, growing up, was one of the smartest people I knew. Right. This is last yeah. October. She calls me and says, "Hey, did you hear? Target is putting out in their Halloween for their Halloween in the stores a Hitler costume." We we need to protest that. I'm like, mom, where did you see that? She goes, I saw it on Facebook. I go, okay, mom. Now, by the way, my mom's not 85 years old. And, and she was, she's 70 something, 75, 74, whatever. I'm going, mom, use your common sense. Who, the, do you think the executives at Target got together and went, all right, what, time do, what do we, what do we do in this, uh, this season? Let's go, uh, let's go ghost. Let's go uh, witch. We got to go topical, so we'll do Trump. Um, what about Hitler? Anyone think Hitler's a good idea? Uh, no. Yeah, we're doing Trump. Might as well. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> well done. Well played. I, I'm like, mom, that, of, of course that's not true. It's Facebook. But here's my mom who's, who's spewing off every answer Jeopardy, yet for some reason now in her uh, older age – is actually read something and actually believes that. So why is this ha- why is this happening? Why are these elderly people who have all these life experiences and are so wise? Who, by the way, taught us don't talk to strangers. And here comes a stranger calling them, and they're giving them twenty eight thousand dollars. Why is that happening? Do you, do you have an answer for that? And 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 some of it is people who have lost their 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 marbles a little bit, but a lot of it isn't. Yeah, I, I David, please. All right, I'll go first. I I think that when you're going into the realm of technology, uh, it's like the whole area for them is is such a big mystery and that they know they can't just kick it aside. I think we would – there are lots of areas of expertise that we don't know, but we just say, like, well, I'm not going to hang out in – with orchestra people or with carpenters and and sort of struggle through. But technology, they have to. Like, you, they have to have a phone. They're going to be on a laptop. So they're being forced to be put in an area that they're not comfortable. Uh, and they just have to deal. And they can't – I just think, like, my folks will make mistakes too, but they – they just don't want to have to pick up a whole new skill. Like it's starting from zero to have to understand how to like go to settings to make sure you get on the Wi-Fi. Like that's they don't but want that's to do a diff- that. Isn't that a different topic? I'm talking about these people called them on their phone. They know how to use a phone. They know how to have a conversation. If someone called you on your phone and said, hey, your grandson is in trouble and he needs $28,000 or they're going to kick him out of college, wouldn't you verify that? Well, let me link it before you go, Omar. The way I'm linking it is that as soon as it's on the phone, it's an email, it's a Facebook thing. That's like official, you're it's saying. Like, like, it's like it seems in official. That, yeah, that they, they, it's sort of like their brain shuts off. And common sense, like if someone came up to them on the street and just said, hey, you want to go buy a Hitler costume over here? They'd be like, that's ridiculous. That's no, no such thing. Or, um, But <laughs> isn't that completely antithetical to them telling you as a kid? Hey, if a stranger – because I remember this lesson, by the way. My mother taught me this lesson. She said, when you come out of school, if a stranger comes to you and says, hey, your mom told me to pick you up because she couldn't today, so I'm going to drive you home, you don't do it unless I tell you before that Mrs. So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so is going to be picking you up after school. So if someone does that – 
Yeah. Isn't that the same thing? Isn't that completely the same? They are doing the same thing. They are taking the person's word for it. Oh, 28 grand. No problem. I'll send it Western Union right now. I mean, that's insanity. Why are these people? Why is this happening? Are we going to be are we going to be falling for the for new scams uh, in in 20 years? 30 I fall years? for scams every day. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> I have all ridiculous gadgets. What okay. have you What have you fallen for? Give me an example. I can sh- look look at this. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say I'll see if he's going in this realm. I remember watching a infomercial for speed reading, and I was like, <laughs> "Sign me up!" And I bought the speed reading pack, used it for ten minutes, and my thing? kids said, "What, what the hell is that?" Is Let me just describe this for for the for the audience. This looks like an uh, like an oxygen mask of some sort. There's like four or five filters on the back of a plastic strappable. It goes over item. your knee. Okay, it goes over mm. your knee. It's called Hyper Ice X. Okay. And and you charge it, and then you put it on your knee, strap it on. Yep, I see. And then it, depending on the settings that you set for it, it can either get very hot and warm or get very cold. So it doesn't work. It does work actually. <laughs> Why is that a scam? <laughs> what no, you, that's your example of a scam. No, but my point is, I also bought like a cell phone holder for my rearview mirror that came from China that, that doesn't work properly. There's a lot yeah, of. But you bought a bad item, and and it cost you twenty bucks. We're talking about a scam that's taking them for thousands of dollars. Yeah. There's yeah. a huge difference. A, I bought a, shit on TV before, and I'm like, ah, eh, that was a really bad purchase. That's happened yeah. to me before. But not like this is a whole nother book. This is Nigerian prince territory. People no. are falling for the Nigerian prince email, <laughs> and it's usually old people. <clears throat> that's because they're lonely. That's a big part of it, right? They want someone to talk to. And, I, and when they can get their emotions elicited, over whether it's their grandchildren or something else, and you get caught into a, a type of a feedback loop, if you will, and with a resolution and combine their loneliness with the fact that they're able to theoretically help someone that they care for, they can get roped into it. But these are the same people who taught us not to not to get in a van with strangers, not to talk, not to, to run the other way uh, when a car it, it seems like it's following you. There's so many things that they taught us that you know, completely my, goes out the window on something like this. My father and my parents are here right now, and they literally said to me yesterday yeah. that someone's calling them about something. Okay. And yeah. did they fall for it, or they were asking you if it was legitimate? I in here and, ha- and ask him to tell I you I want to hear happened. I want to hear the story. Dad? Yes. <laughs> so, oh, wow. This will be our first repeat guest. <laughs> also Dad. our original first guest. This is completely off the cuff. I don't know how this is going to go, Dave. Probably not. Well. I want to hear what happened. He, he, he told me this yesterday. And they get these calls on a regular basis. And my dad is, he's a young 82. Yeah. Your dad is very much with it. That's Dad, you remember my friends, Josh and David? Yeah, I do. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good to see you again. Good seeing you. So, so we were just talking about yeah. how they're scammers who call elderly people yeah. and want their money. Okay. Right? Haven't they called you in the past? You told me the other day that someone called you and asked you for money, right? Yeah, there were some Indians, you know, calling from Social Security, those suckers. Yes. And I told, I, I told them, look, you have an accent. I'm also from India. So don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What if they didn't have an accent? Would you entertain the call? No, I don't. Okay, so yeah. 
I, me, I know, you know, he's a cheater, you know, he or she. How often do you, do you get calls like that then? No, very seldomly. Very seldomly. Yeah, did very they actually seldom. ask for money? Did they, how far did they get before they try to get information or money? Did they actually ask for something? Well, they say, you know, somebody bought from Amazon $1,500 computer. You want to approve it or not? Uh, and they never called back, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I know these people. Very yeah, they're they're rampant. I, did you know June 15th was World Elderly Abuse Day? Oh, is that no? Yeah, that's a real June, thing. June June 15th. Yeah, they should rename it. But they should was, rename it. It's not yeah. named well. But basically, okay. it's to draw attention to the fact that that these scams take place and the elder need to be more um, aware. I think I heard in the news that. Yeah, it was in the but, news. Yeah. But my parents are, you know, they've never been scammed. Like, unless, of course, you know, of course, not including me asking them for money, of course. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's a different topic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why are right. you uh, letting Omar? OK, so obviously, Mr. Name, you, you are way past who we're talking about here. But there is definitely a uh, a portion of your generation. Do you have friends that, of yours that, that have been scammed? I don't know. No, 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 really? No, no, no. I don't know. Okay. I don't know anyone you know, that who has been scammed. All right. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Dad. Well, it was great questions. to see you. Great to see you. Yeah. Nice <laughs> Happy <laughs> World Elderly Abuse Day, Mr. Do you know the uh, the genius of the Nigerian prince? Do you know why they don't? Why they do this or no? Tell me. And why? Why you, you see it and you still see it exactly the same Nigerian prince? I think this is in uh, Super Freakonomics book that I read. Oh, is I love that the scammers. Yeah. What the scammers don't want is they don't want to be calling someone who will believe their story for a long time and then at the very end say no and then drop out because they don't get the money and they've wasted a bunch of time. So they right. keep it the Nigerian prince because they want to find out. Who's the most gullible? Who will fall for it right away? And anyone yeah. who's anybody knows that that's a scam. But there's maybe one of one of one percent of people out there who is like Nigerian Prince, and they want to find but those it's people. Generally, it's generally people who answer questions to Jeopardy on their couch. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the Nigerian Prince thing, okay? I can actually understand because if you get someone who's down on their luck, who's just like. Oh, my God, I just need some sort of break. Things aren't going well. And now there's this r glimmer of hope of, oh, my God, I can get all this money just by helping this Nigerian prince. They they take a they take a leap of faith and, and a chance. And then, yeah. by the way, there's no way to to um, to check it out to make sure it's legit. The story that I read is so the is so different. It's you're not getting anything. You're helping your grandkid. But your grandkid, there's so many ways to verify that if your grandkid needs money, you can call their siblings, you can call their parents, yeah. you can call the school, you can call them to call your grandkid. I mean, yeah. it's so crazy. I mean, dementia could be part of this equation too, right? I you want to find I somebody guess. that just is confused and and uh, although my you mom think doesn't have dementia, she thought Target was putting a Hitler costume out. Yeah, that's true. well. You would hope their Explain dementia that. would stop them from getting their account number right too. But apparently, for these that's seventy, true uh, that's true it, too. They were able to be coherent enough. Was that, to... was that Facebook article about Target asking for money to prevent? No, no, it was one of those. <laughs> this is I hate Facebook. I hate Facebook so much. 
It was yeah. just one of those misinformation pieces that was just so ridiculous, and it just goes out there, and people read it. Anyone who's getting their news from – and this is what I also told my mother. I go, look, anytime you see something on Facebook that is quote-unquote news, yeah. Google that news and see if an actual news company picked up the story. Or how about delete it? Like no news or from delete. Facebook. How about no we just news. like start there too, right? <laughs> I'm sure there's some truths in Facebook. I never go on Facebook because I can't stand it. Yeah. But I'm sure there's some truths out there. But if Target and Hitler costume is very easy to Google to see if yeah. maybe maybe CBS picked up on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's a good idea. Yes. Now the Medicaid, Medicare, I do. I've gotten those calls too. Oh They'll yeah, say, I've gotten those. Are you enrolled in Medicaid or Medicare? And I have a couple times like Medicare, and they're like, okay, hold on, and I get transferred to somebody else. But it's I I can't get past one question. I like I want to see how far this goes. I can't. I, they'll ask me one question about, you know, where do you get your Medicare? And I'll, I, I don't know, from the state, right. or whatever. And then they like think for a second and then hang up. So I don't know whatever the script is I'm supposed to follow, but I can never get past the first question. But yeah, and probably I, your voice. You don't sound like you're elderly. You don't sound like you're you're on Medicare. Somehow, yeah, tripping the alarm. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just one of those things. And so obviously, they, it's a num. First of all, it's a numbers game. They just call just yeah. Thousands and thousands and thousands of these people, and just waste for a like hit or two. Job, I do for a living. It's very, it's a little weird. It's very yeah. similar to your it's to your job. Yeah, similar. Yes. Yeah. You actually talk to more old people. Well, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> you want Wait, some legitimacy to what you're doing, right? Jonathan, Jonathan, hook anyone? Is there anyone I can <laughs> oh, call? Oh, jeez, don't, don't, don't out people. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll knock that all off. But have you guys not been scammed by anything? Like, can you think of anything that you've gotten fooled by or? Even just like I've clicked on certain emails that I are links that I probably shouldn't like, oh, I cannot believe I did that. And some of them turned out to be our IT department seeing if I'd fall for it. And sure enough, then I got to do a training. Yeah, thing. that's that would be the only thing. That would be the only thing where I clicked on something I probably shouldn't have and, and kind of knew it while I was clicking on it. But, you know, besides that, it's I've never sent money to anybody that right. I didn't know, they didn't verify, they didn't think. You know, you get those calls. We got. I used to get that voicemail which said like, um, uh, what was it? It was something like, uh, we, your Amazon Prime is expired. Yeah, right. And we need you to call back to, to, to verify. I'm like, those no, are hard. They're not calling me. No. But you think about it. For one second, you go, oh. And then a second later, you go, wait a second. That's ridiculous. When I was, uh, when I was like, when I had the IRS a, a ton of money, I would get called. I would get letters from the IRS, and I. Started, oh, IRS is another one. I got that recently. That's I another one. Phone calls from the IRS saying, "Hey, if you don't send money today, you're going to be, you know, deported or something. Some nonsense." Right. And um, I took it seriously for like a little bit, and then I'm like, "Wait, what is going on? This is this doesn't feel right." And of course, I just hung up then. But and I called my accountant. He's like, the IRS would never call you. It would never. Say, yes, that's right. That's, that's right. right. They would get a letter or something. Yeah. Now I did get some text. I can't figure out what the purpose of this. It was a text of, uh, like I was a vet. They were like, listen, we've we uh, we're going to hear back from you. My puppy is still sick. Can you let me know? Whatever. <laughs> Clearly, like they're reaching out to a vet. And so I'll text back like, you've reached the wrong number. Right. And then I found out like three other people got the same text. I think uh, are they just accumulating numbers? Like uh, they just want to see who's. Or maybe uh, when you when you respond, that does something to your phone, or they get something. Who knows? Maybe that unlocks something in your phone. Uh, that would be terrifying because that was a 
uh, look, a random text out of nowhere asking to treat their puppy. It's hard. I mean, scammer. Like I'll let the I'll let the puppy. Die. I would let it go right go. I would, what yeah. are you gonna? It's not that's like you're gonna let it die. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What I you thought. do has no uh has no has no effect on the puppy, Dave. Probably not. I didn't want them waiting for the vet any longer. But yeah, I think compassion has to die in order for us to protect our privacy. I think is that the lesson that we're learning here? A little bit, but the, I haven't learned any. What I want to learn is why are the wisest of us who we say have the wisdom and life experience, why are they falling for the stuff that this people who exactly, were just born yesterday are supposed to fall for? This is exactly why, again, the public, your mom may understand this from Facebook, but this is the exact reason why Britney Spears was, was put into conservatorship, conservatorship because she was, was? the people left and right. She was a lot younger than I recall. Do. Maybe your parents, your mother, she put her into conservatorship judge that may be the solution to this this yeah. is <laughs> that's right i think you ought to take over I, that's a good point that's you just need a small window to jump through that and yeah. take oh, control of their finances yeah is that your next step yeah well that this is certainly uh something your that's mother, coming that your I mother i'm with. sure is very on it but she you know between the facebook hitler uh gullibility and talking to talking to a television and expecting an answer back you know there's some signs there it's well, you're not. <laughs> it's it struck a nerve. Listen, when you mention Hitler to a Jew, it strikes a nerve. So it's like, okay, you got her blood boiling. Like, I can't believe they're putting on a Hitler costume. You just have to take a step about, back and go. Can we no. talk about the explicit racism of my dad a minute ago? Because what he, oh, the Indian. Yeah, anybody no. Indian, my dad would never trust. First of <laughs> all, isn't your dad Pakistani? Yes, that's why he doesn't like. <laughs> oh, that's. But he said I'm an Indian. No, 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 Did no. he say that or no? Did I miss no, no. mishear that? Okay, I misheard that. He was saying the caller. As soon as the, the caller sounds Indian. from India, yeah, that was it. Racist. Like, that's like racist. Tupac and Biggie times a thousand, basically. <laughs> <laughs> except, except, except Tupac burned down all of Biggie's uh, homes and his family's homes while he saw them burn. That's the only difference. Small well, thing. Josh, why <laughs> elderly use Facebook for news? That is a true mystery to me. I, I can understand that. The, but uh, my mom also does a regular news too. That's what the craziest thing is. Like I yeah. can't put a connection to why, what happened, what's the synapse there? I mean, when you have more experience with things, that's when you learn more and build off of what you learned. That's the whole essence of what experience means. I agree. Why are you relapsing like this? I don't I, get it. I think the technology. Well, they're they're. He, the experience is based in areas that you've have experience in. I feel like there's something about the technology that keeps evolving and changing. Like as soon as they kind of got the, uh, you know, the BlackBerry, then <sighs> now it's an iPhone and it keeps, now it's an iPad. And Te- it keeps tech going. scams I get, tech scams I get where they get you, where you don't even realize what you're doing. This one I read in the paper, that's straightforward as it gets. You're yeah, wiring a, money to the person you don't know. Well, and and doing math correctly apparently is my problem. Yes, so that it would is be a big problem. $28,000 a piece. I guess that's relatively reasonable, but still. Well. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to be te- to be wiring someone you don't know based yeah. on what a phone call that you that person you don't you've never met. Have, they didn't even come to your door and tell you that. Now, what if the story's fake? Will you uh, feel really uh, foolish because you just got scammed by the story because I'm starting I to actually, think like you know no. what? I actually I actually saw a kid walking around in a Hitler outfit. Like, <laughs> half an hour. Yes, but that's a that's a homemade Hitler outfit. There's plenty of those. <laughs> that did not have a target label. It's your dad's on neighbor. It. It's that neighborhood. Something's yeah. wrong. Go up and yeah. ask him where he got it. He won't say target. 
Because he was yeah. Hindu. A Hindu walking around in a Hitler's outfit. Wait, <laughs> you have a, a, an Indian dressed as Hitler. That's a whole other ballgame. That's strange. Better not uh, touch that one. All right. I don't. Anyway. Uh, do you, all right. Did you get a good response? I guess it's no, because I, I kind of I kind of expected it. We were not going to answer that. We're not going to know why this is happening to people who are supposed to, yeah. you know, know better. Well, I guess what the answer is here is that the elderly should listen to our podcast and hopefully it makes them wiser. So there could be some again good that comes from our podcast. That is what we're doing this for. Correct. I agree. We welcome all listeners. Elderly, young, babies, babies can listen. I and for those that. those elder that's listening, uh, send your subscription fee to friends <laughs> at FTS. If you want to hear more, old people, you've already and unfortunately you've already listened. You've already paid. You can't unlisten. <laughs> so grand, your grandchildren's your future depends on it. The <laughs> IRS will come for you unless you pay a dollar a word for every word you've heard. That's right. And. Uh, and we do have your grandkids with us right now. Every single one of now, in the base grandkid, just it's up. yours. It's, it's yours. yours. Send yes. money. Send your subscription <laughs> fee. <in>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll go next. Oh, yes. you, how, how do you how would you rank your uh, your topic? You feel like it's your you got a good one, or are you? Well, still look, thinking? I think that yeah. I mean, you guys are constantly asking questions of each of us and the audience, and I, I mine's going to be actually providing some well-needed advice and life guidance for once. All Hold right. on, well, that's very good, but you do know that that is the whole essence of the podcast is to ask us questions. That's the basis of this the format. You do know yes, that, right? I understand that, Joshua, but it's going to be All in right. the format of some real powerful guidance. Oh, okay, that's well, then, okay. Take it well, up a notch. We'll make you go last because we don't we don't want to end on something foolish like a question. Uh, I'll I'll go next. So this weekend, as I mentioned, I was at a fair reunion in Wisconsin with many 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 white people, um, just white as the eye can see. That's, right? By the way, that's uh, repetitive. You said Wisconsin. You don't have to say white <laughs> and my part. family reunion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, and uh, we I played for the second time. I played pickleball. So are you familiar with uh, pickleball? Have you either pickleball played? is huge. It's uh, down at the beach. It's uh, they play it nonstop all day long. I hear it constantly. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I Great am, game. I'm sick of hearing about it because if you mention the word pickleball, it has to quickly be followed by the phrase. Do you know pickleball is the fastest growing sport in America? <laughs> it, is. Uh, it is. Everyone has to say that, apparently. Um, and uh, I thought, ah, you know, I, I get it. It's like playing ping pong while you're standing on the table and. Uh, you know, I get the whole thing. And somebody said, I, you know, used to play doubles volleyball and they said that would translate. So you'll, you'll really enjoy it. So a few weeks ago, I went and played for the first time and it was okay. I kept missing it because I kept thinking I had a tennis racket rather than a paddle. So I kept <laughs> right. like just like over swinging. Yeah. Over just over the ball. And then, but we went to my reunion and we played for a couple hours and I tell you something just clicked and, uh, I don't know if it was Wisconsin, the family, the pickleball, like the it was a, a holy triangle of of making just makes sense to me. Of Caucasianness. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, now I feel just uh, the whitest person in the world. Um, and I just loved it. I was like, this is uh, we played for like two or three hours, and I just it uh, all of a sudden like the whatever you did to hit the ball in and to, like strategy started to come to my head. Like it, it instantly came to me. So when I drove home, I said, I want to build a pickleball court in our backyard. What? That's a big leap. So my question is, is this idea of impulsiveness and how impulsive are you guys? Because I, I, I am a, 
in terms of shopping and things like that, like if we go looking for a car, we will leave with a car. You buy it. Yeah. Right? You buy it. If, yeah. if we go yeah. looking yeah. at homes, I will make yeah. an offer probably that evening. I don't wait. I don't shop around. I don't, I don't go online and, and, and see what deals are. If I decide like I want to do something and just make the effort to start, I'm usually that's, I want it to be over soon. Uh, how, about, how about, does that apply obviously the way you dress? Like, is that why you picked out that, that hat you're wearing? <laughs> This, this hat is where I went to college, I'll mind you. Uh, and uh, also would be a pickleball, probably capital. Um, so, uh, yes, I, I would say uh, it does. There's, there, uh, there are many areas. I think the only thing that's not impulsive for me is uh, in my job where I'm supposed to very carefully plan for people's future and not do this good, impulsively. But I have to like, catch. do this on purpose you know, and be very – intentional about things but in my personal life even in investing my personal life i can be impulsive that's why i have sort of other people's help me uh sort of take care of it for me but uh so i and i feel like my impulsive behavior generally has worked out like i've uh uh things i've bought i'm pretty i've been pretty happy with jobs i've left or taken i've been pretty happy so i can't say that i've like oh i've really gotten burned so i, I actually think that it's it's okay for me but uh, this thing might completely backfire, and I'd have an eyesore in the backyard. So it's gonna backfire. You think so? Yeah. Why? You need what? Why? Why will it backfire? It'll backfire because have you ever seen a tennis court in someone's uh, backyard? I have. In- inevitably, it grows weeds and cracks, <laughs> How, and wait, it eventually kids, looks David, like. Are shit. your kids? Are you are you empty nesters? We are. But they're close by. Does Kathy play? Does she play pickleball? Yes. So we start okay, so together. Good. So okay, it's so possible because you could, can play one on one. We can, right? Yeah. And with tennis, you know, if you if you're not uh, equal skill, you know, it's one hit, one miss hit, and then chase the ball, chase the ball. Josh, pickleball do you think is a little bit more. David, do you think David is a type of fellow who is the like what was it, Obama before he became president? Community organizer. Community organizer is like is like would is engaged with his neighbors and he knows they're because i think he might well, this be. is another topic this is a no, well it's topic. not because the, be- i'm bringing it up because it like for me i'm more of an introvert in terms of neighbors and whatever else so i wouldn't have neighbors coming over to play pickleball but david you know when he's going to get mail or going to omar you, know, you read you read my mind oh really yes one of my and he kind of went a different direction to get there but it's kind of what I was going to say. You're opening the door <laughs> for neighborhood folly. And that's the last thing. I don't know. Maybe you maybe you welcome it. I don't ever want poppins. I don't ever want people. Look, I, I have neighbors on one side of me. They're very nice people. I like them a lot. But I love the, hey, how you doing? Great weather relationship we have. I don't need the anything past that. Now they do have a pool, so maybe I I, I would <laughs> I, I might want to do that. But completely backfire. You have nothing to offer. They have everything. I don't <laughs> I don't want him stopping by to drink a beer or and it sounds weird because I'm I, I like to think I'm an outgoing guy, but I don't want that. I don't want someone that close who can just stop by at any given moment. I hate the popping. I don't like it. That's interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I I would feel like you are. I would think you'd know your neighbors really well. I would assume mm. you. Yeah. You, no. Don't you want, want to. Your I don't want to. to be private. It's it's not that I want it to be private. I, like they're very nice people, and I I I do like them, and I and I actually enjoy like talking to them when we're on the each when we're each going to 
both get the trash can, for example, or something like that. I can't think of a good uh, a good example, but they're very nice people. And, they, and by the way, when they moved in, they brought us like uh, uh, pastries and stuff. I'm like, wow, it's supposed to happen the other way around. So then we reciprocated and just a great gesture, just the overly friendly, beautiful gesture. But I don't want the pop in. That's my fear. Mm. If these people lived five minutes away, I would love to be friends with them. But to have someone so close and to just have the urge to go, hey, I'll just go over there and see what they're up to. No, no, don't want that. Yeah. Well, it, I don't know if you're familiar with my house. Uh, I could yes. build the, uh, the pickleball court and not my neighbors would hear it, but they wouldn't necessarily see it. So it's not uh, you have to sort of our property is uh, in a neighborhood where we're not sort of right on top of each yeah. other. So I, I think pickleball's loud. It is pickleball's loud. Very yep. loud. Those that as paddles make a lot of noise when that ball hits. And so if you guys are constantly playing, yeah, that would be another. I don't know if neighbors would get upset with that. I'm not sure. Dink, dink, just constant. Dink, it's just clink, constant. Clink. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah. That's true. I didn't think about that because it, it is would loud. be on one side of the house more than another. That could be. Would you light it up? Would you be playing at midnight? Vern, what is that noise? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Dave and his wife are playing pickleball again. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a problem. But yeah, it's uh, Omar to answer your question. I actually know my neighbors zero percent. There I could go. not give you the name of a single one of my. You don't even know their names. On the whole street, we live oh, on a. Wow. On a my wife knows that... the names of everybody on the street. People, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there are different rules for white people. Uh, you, you tell me. I don't <laughs> like. Do you go to your neighbors and ask them for like sugar or salt? No, no that's back. No. Why, why, was that, like, why was that ever a thing? Because Uber didn't exist. Uh, no, I think that was just a neighborly thing. That was just something start. people did. They they borrowed each other's lawnmower and 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 shit like that. I don't I don't want to do that because then again you're indebted to them in some way. There's going to be another transaction, whether that's returning the item or it's just it's not. I once did. I once my uh, um I I did it once where I tried to do it. I didn't do it once. It's before I had a snowplow and we had a bad snowstorm. And my neighbors, this is this is before I moved. My neighbors had two of them had snowplows, and I waited at the window for both of them to come out with their snowplows, and then I went out to shovel, and I would grab my back, and I'd like you know just hoping one of them would go, hey, do you want to borrow my snowplow? And neither one of them did. They did. But that yeah. would be the only time I would welcome that because it was like it was like a foot of snow, and I'm like I I I need a snowplow. I can't be shoveling this. This is crazy. How many pop-ins would you pay for a, one snowplow? That day, I would have taken a few pop-ins for that snowplow. Yeah. That day. Yeah. yeah. But I remember the neighbors at the time. Again, these are neighbors I really, really liked. They were two houses over, and they said, hey, we should watch Eagles games together. And I went, yeah, sure. <laughs> and just in the back of my mind, I'm going, no. Yeah. No. I get that. I get the uh, – there's no way to, to balance it. Like maybe there are nice people that you would see once a summer, but you know, if then they want to do it again, 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 like that's a problem, right? You, how do you know when to cut that off that without offending? Yeah. Yes. And it's because it's so easy because they're right there. Right. That's why it's not, it's no, it's no commentary on them. There could be amazing friends. And that's the sad part on my end. They could be awesome friends. Yeah. They could be people I get along with tremendously. You can't afford but to be wrong because they know where you live by definition. This is where you live. Yeah. They if know you where get you this live. wrong, you're done. You're right. cooked. Yep. Omar, so, thoughts? 
Well, um, it got me thinking. Uh, my dad has uh, 14 cars. And <laughs> right. <laughs> he bought. Oh, your neighbors aren't introducing themselves to him. <laughs> yeah. But I um, use a car (laughs) the other day, a a few months ago, I was talking to him about how um, uh, I wish that we had a a BMW. Um, You told us this story in another podcast. (laughs) Yeah. So so my point is, is that my dad, it wasn't the idea of him buying the car that was more powerful, more the idea gave him something to do. Like he's already spent dozens of hours. Uh. And David, I mean, we both know David. Look at his life. Joyless. I mean, in that- yeah, when you learned last episode, I'm joyless. <laughs> <laughs> Overextended, yes. stressed out, and joyless. Uh- <laughs> this gives him something to do, Josh. We should be it's a project. It's a project. He needs something. He needs a project. You know? and, well, I'm not, I'm not and building think- it. Did you think I'd build it? It's not about building it. It's, it's an exciting thing that's happening oh, in your change. life. Yeah, yes. Okay. For- yeah. Correct. And 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 I think, you know, kidding aside, I think that if it's something I mean, how often do you hear David excited about anything besides maybe a hoagie? You know, it doesn't happen very often. Mm. Right. Mm. So if he's that excited about this, I think you should do it, David. I actually have never played pickleball, although I was a nationally ranked table tennis player. As yes, you were. would love pickleball. I bet pickleball is like, fun. It's you fun. would love it. I Don't like the wrong, idea. It's fun. I support the idea. Um, but you know how these things work, I, right? In what sense? The neighbors? In the sense of this. Like, I love bubble hockey. You ever play bubble hockey? Yes. No. Yeah, it's that, dome that, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a – you get the sticks, and it's like – it's a better um, – It's like foosball. foosball. It's better right. foosball. I hate foosball. Yeah, I, I used to have one of those in my apartment in New York. Okay. So I love bubble hockey, and I always play – every time I see it in a bar or see it at, at – they had it at the Flyers game. Yep. I would always yep. play in, in between intermission. And so when I moved to the new house, I'm like, I want bubble hockey. And I got it. I haven't touched a thing in years. Yeah, I do. Uh, that's a good point. And I Great think that's – and with a bubble hockey, it's fine. It takes up only so much real estate, whatever. You put a paddle ball court in, that's a big chunk of real estate that you're taking up. That's a huge expense. You better love that game. Yeah, I've play. only played it twice. So and that you've is, only played it twice that, and you're ready to build I'm a I'm saying court. impulsiveness. That was my original topic. Yes. How impulsive are you yes. in yeah. your purchases? Because I could see doing this after playing a couple times. And you're exactly right. It could be like, yeah, I don't really like pickleball anymore. And then, oh, my gosh, there's a pickleball. Or you do, but you just don't play that much. You just don't do it. Like, I still love dome, bubble hockey, but I just don't. You know, I, I got to have someone else to play it with. You can't play it by yourself, just like uh, pickleball. Well, do you have any impulsive yeah, sure. Purchases or decisions that uh, of outside of, uh, of course, you know, marriage, uh, any yeah. of those. <laughs> Not that I'm the same way as you, Dave. If I do like research on something, like an item, I'm like, it ends up, I'm getting it. It's just, yeah. it's got, it's gonna be, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna get it. Um, so I'm like you on that front. But I do do a lot of work before I do it. I don't just, I don't go out that day and do it. Well, that's not impulsive at all, then. That is. It uh, is impulsive in the fact that the ball. Uh, okay, so label it what you want. But once I uh, let, let me rephrase it. Once I get the ball rolling, I it, 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 you ain't stopping it. That's the thing. The train goes. You're not stopping the train. Now the train might take a while to get to the station. Yeah. But you're not stopping it. I think and, that's not the definition. Of impulsive. Okay. So Omar is impulsive. Different. I think you got to be you the, are impulsive. the the definition of impulsiveness. Now, yeah. Do you think that's true? 
Yeah. No, no. A uh, uh, 1,000%. I don't have a uh, – when I had a partner, it was an issue. That's why um, – well, not, that's not the reason why I'm single again. But uh, I do think that wives are very powerful governors on happiness and on impulsiveness. And um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to our email in a second, but go ahead. Unbelievable. But, you know, but my, you know, but my father, you know, uh, you know, I spoke to my best friend about something he wanted to buy, get a dog, actually. And his wife is vehemently against it. I go, just buy the dog and bring it home. That's what my dad does with cars. And my mom's mad for a day that she forgets. So um i don't i know governor on that as much as josh telling me that i should not be doing things but i don't now i've learned not to tell him until after i do something yes um, as your life coach i advise you all the time but by the way you just brought up a great point that i completely forgot about i did a very impulsive thing when i was in college i'm like oh i should get a dog it'd be so cool to have a dog in college to take him around the, the campus and, that was the dumb i did it i went out and did it like a two days later dumbest thing i ever could have done yeah because I, I, I couldn't take care of him properly and I had to go. I had to take him. I at the Where next the break. Now? He's dead because you know it's been a while what? since I've been in college. Not feed the dog. No, he didn't die while I was in college. He lived a very long, productive life. Well, not productive. He, he slept <laughs> and shit everywhere. But he lived a long life, a happy Who, life. How did you get rid of the dog? He died. No, you kept the dog until oh, the dog oh, died. Yeah. <laughs> or did you kill the dog? No, no, no. So I realized very quickly. Oh my God, this was a bad idea i can't take care of a dog properly at college so in the next break that when the semester ended i brought him home and my parents took care of him i felt awful but i'm like can you please just take and when i come home he's mine blah blah and they did thankfully um but you know that was impulsive and stupid yeah i can't and do that with the dog, died. Court. dog died then josh that's great no the dog died way later way 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 late many 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 years later omar have you what do you have any impulsive <laughs> think purchases or items that you have big regret of because i feel like you don't look back you you said i did it and i it keep keep moving forward is that wow <laughs> there's a long list of things that i've done impulsively yeah maybe about. regret is a bad topic uh, to, uh... um yeah i think so i mean well now you know i have a big thing about not regretting anything so um if yeah there have been things it's more so generosity than anything else with people mm-hmm um, but I don't want to stop being generous to people because then it's like, eh, then I'm like right. that, like that, like jaded, you know, old guy. And that's not really attractive to me. Yeah. But is there anything I, you regret? Is there anything you did impulsively that you you're like, oh, that was stupid. But outside of like doing something where someone else behaved poorly, because I, you know, you could have had great intentions. I'm thinking more of something that really you just control. I guess it would be purchases, maybe. Yeah, have you had like? I a, mean, I moved. I moved. I I literally moved eight times in eight consecutive. Yeah, years. yeah, you did. That was not. I mean, that was really, really just you know. So that was probably because of my impulsiveness. But that sounds. I don't. Doesn't sound like you have any regret though. You you no, you, like, you learn each time. Exactly. I mean, today right. is the greatest day of my life. So yeah, you know, at this exact moment with YouTube bozos, but. Um, no, I'm kidding. You know, every moment is every moment of my life. I really try and and it's hard to. I'm very intentional about thinking about things. But if I had to say, yeah, I mean, there are decisions I've made, um, like that have been less than. You know, sometimes I'll say things that are provocative that aren't necessarily a winner. 
Like, oh yes, you do yeah. that. Yes, we've learned yeah. that on a couple podcasts. <laughs> I made a bunch of June. I made a bunch of Juneteenth calls to my African American friends today, and, and just wishing them happy Juneteenth. Yeah. And um, you know, that's nice. That, but you know, that was actually it was a little you know you're like what you're doing that I'm like yeah of course I am because I'm you know that was. I don't regret that at all. That's maybe not the best example then. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think about things that way. I think you're answering no. I feel like you, you, yes. No. Do I make impulsive purchases that I would somewhat regret? But I think being impulsive, in aggregate, I'm actually okay. happy with. Okay. I think I have more but by the good way, decisions re- to bet. Regret is not a bad thing. I don't like when people say regret is a bad thing. Like you love when people go no regrets. That's the stupidest thing. I, whenever any, and anyone says that, I, I, I roll my eyes. I can't believe it. Like, you know, like, Dave, you and I love Big Brother, right? We watch the show Big Brother, okay? Right. And Big Brother, just real quick, is a reality show where they all live in a house, and eventually there's only one winner because they get voted out, right? And inevitably, when someone gets voted out and they're being interviewed after, they go, the way you played the game, you know, do you have any regrets how you played it? And they always go, no, no regrets. I'm like, you should have regrets. You didn't win. Things you did got you kicked out of the house. How do you not have regrets? Yeah. That's crazy. And by the way, it's okay to have regrets. You don't live your life flawlessly. Right. That's fair. I, I, right? That's, but Is yes. that not – am I, am I losing No, 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 no. I, I don't say no regrets. I, uh, but, I, but just like uh, every time you carefully plan, there's times where you know what? Ah, I missed an opportunity, right? So that would be the flip side of that. So if I were to weigh decisions versus you know, regrets versus missed opportunities, I think I'm – my impulsive behavior in purchasing or making decisions has not been positive. I'm going to kind of keep going. That's I, fair. I think there's a good chance I'm building this pickleball court. I uh, think oh, do oh, that's I, what we're coming I, out on this. No, I think do it. <laughs> I am, you know, we can, FTS can sponsor one of the squares. You know, I, I think, I think the squares, I think, I think. All right. I'm coming up with a regret. Yeah. The Omar, regret is Omar Omar's Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> Omar's Wi-Fi. He is frozen. Well, it's clear that I'm going to uh, ask for sponsorship because it, it is the Bamboo Rum Pickleball Court of St. Louis. That's that's the name I'm giving it. So hopefully yeah. <laughs> Bamboo Rum will sponsor. Uh, Look, selfishly, I, I hope you do it because when I if I come to St. Louis, I want to play pickleball. Yeah, well, I, yes, you can pop in too. And Omar, if we could play pickleball, I think you would be very well. I assume if you're as good as ping pong as you say you are, that you would you would find pickleball very fun. I hope so. It's a finesse game, not a power game. No, it's right. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's not a because being the wiffle ball, you can't even if you smack it, it'll sort of lose. Yeah. Me, but it's great. All right, well, I I think uh, I think I know my marching orders, Omar. Uh, as we're coming up on the hour here, but we need your advice. And I think we have an email, too, that we want to go through. So, Omar, why don't you go next? Uh, sure. So, um, hmm. So I had a uh, I had. Are you guys familiar with the term um, artificial scarcity? Artificial scarcity? Is that like with Supreme? What does that mean? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So sure, Supreme's a, knows what that is. Yeah, so Supreme's like a brand that they purposely only make so many of them, and that just drives up the price. And so it's like people have to get them whenever they see them. It's like it's a 
It's quite ridiculous. It's like it's like uh, diamonds. It's like uh, De Beers. De Beers does that with the diamond Oh, they could market. mine more diamonds, but they choose not yes, to. Yes, it's artificial scarcity. It's not yes. these things are not. You could put Supreme on a th- on a million sweatshirts. You don't have to put them on only a thousand. Okay. Yeah. Same concept of you know when you go to an you know I know you guys um, frequent the nightclub space, but you go no, to of a course nightclub, every night, every night. Everybody's trying to get inside. When you get inside, there's yeah. nobody inside. Yeah, kind of no. thing. And by nightclub, you mean my uh, my couch? <laughs> yes. With Netflix. Yes. I need yeah. David's pickleball court. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So be artificial scarcity on that for sure. No, I think I think it'll be scarcity, but um, but it'll be a fun project. Uh, <laughs> so I I realized something like when I left New York and you know, I used to live there for 20 years, I would visit when I when I when, like when I visit, I'm there probably two to three months a year now. It's like I'm a celebrity. People change plans to see me. <laughs> it's the big deal that I'm there because I don't live there anymore, right? So um, it's like, oh, you're in town. I'm supposed to have lunch with Obama, but I'm going to go see you instead. <laughs> of course. Like, of course. That's yeah. more than a month. He's not president anymore. That makes sense. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, I have had a wonderful idea, and it, I, I actually implemented it beautifully this past weekend. I went to a dear friend's. Uh, birthday party in Virginia, and it was a glamping thing where they had tents set up, so people yep. got there on Friday, left on Sunday. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, but it was very again. It, it could have been done any nicer. It was the definition of glamping. I mean, the the actual inside the tent. I felt like I was in first class in oh, Dubai. Geez. It was amazing. Anyway, you know, Saturday, Friday night, I was there. I got there at seven. You know. Uh, dinner, drinks, music. Saturday morning, I left. At, there was like skeet shooting, fishing, hiking, all these activities, and I left at 10 a.m. I split, and I went to my parents' house and my sister's house. And I, you know what I did when I got home? I took a shower in a warm house. I got Chick-fil-A. I mm-hmm. got cookies, cookies and cream milkshake. Mm-hmm. Saw my parents hung out with them more time on the sofa took took a nap came back again to the party i got there at 7 38 p.m everyone was so excited that i was back and did you really, tell them you were coming back i did and yet they still got it i told them but no one really believes you when you say that right so yeah, I was that's like, true that's true yeah. yes that's and i of true. course fully you know, supported the whole premise. I went there to see my parents and spent family time. So it was also virtue signaling, as some people do. Uh, so I got that, got that upside too. And the whole, it carried over to the whole evening. It was and into Sunday too. What? At least 10 people said, oh my God, I'm so happy you came back. It was so great meeting you. I wanted to talk to you more. Come over here. Like, And that lasted was, greater than seven and a half minutes? <laughs> yeah. It was at least seven to 10 people that were like, that's excited crazy. to see you back. Who were these yeah. people too? These were fr- these are old friends. Uh, 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 no, most of them I didn't know until the night before. Were any of them cured for blindness that night? Because <laughs> that would explain a lot of them being. But happy Joshua, to see my anything. point is, is that you know, if you can, if you can extract yourself from situations, yeah, and then come back in later, yeah, you know, always a healthy way because. You know, when you're lingering at these events or anything, then you then you become a lot less interesting. Like for example, I was so it's called excited. overexposure. 
Yeah, I was so intrigued when we first started doing this podcast, right? And now we're like on 15. Yeah. You know, I literally have to medicate myself before we start, you know, doing these things. But wait, wait. This is only season much? one. Wait, uh, what are you talking? <laughs> wait, <laughs> are, are you done out? already? Is this your way of dropping out of the podcast? I think <laughs> I'm coming here. We'll be auditioning for the role of Omar for any of our <laughs> listeners out there. No, I'm kidding, of course. But um, but anyway, I saw I just it hit me. I'm like, this is something that we should do more often. I I think with I think with, I think at parties, I think you know I don't know how often do you guys go to dinner parties that you're invited to, or do you demure? That are two day events. No, oh, it, no, 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 no. What, no, what are you talking about? Not about being a two day event. Okay, it's just a regular being, dinner party. Like for example, like we have a poker group, and there's a few people who uh, don't come. Yes. When they come, it's a big deal. And remember when I remember when I showed up when I hadn't yeah. showed up for a while. You're right. It was like, oh, yeah. look at this, he's back. And by the way, yeah. when Josh when Josh was coming on a regular basis, people were like, he yes. talks a lot. Right. Right. But, <laughs> right. But like so when he comes to visit every like six weeks or two months, it's like, oh my god, I love that guy. Yeah. Right. And I think this is really the in key. In doses. In doses. But not but, everyone can do that. If everyone did it, it would fall apart. Right. You need you need. And if everybody's, if everybody's doing it, it's going to be very weird. It'd fall apart, right? Yeah, no, one, yes. no one's showing that's up. A, can you imagine going to a party and, the, and then a third of the people go, eh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take off. <laughs> and they all come back. What the hell's going on here? That is there. That is actually a good point. I didn't think about that one. So yeah. You just, you just told everyone your plan for how to make yourself a hero. It's a selfish move, but it works. Well, hold on. I also, by the way, this is the other part I wanted to say. Guess what I came back with when I came on Saturday? HPV. I came. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you, you told me to guess. I just guessed. I came back with half a dozen canisters of Pringles. Oh. How many people were there? 40 people. Wow. So that's two chips each. Well, Wait, not you, everybody wants Pringles. You came, you came home with this or you came back to the glamping I came back. with it? I oh, so Pringles. they were happy about the Pringles. There you brought yeah. six cans of Pringles with you. My God, you didn't tell me that story. That side of the story. Yeah, that's no, why that's, everyone was elated. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. that's a. It's good to come with gifts that aren't. Imagine alcohol. if you brought some Slim Jims. Oh my God, their heads would explode. <laughs> <laughs> These are people you just met. You you're spending a two night camping trip with people. Got to be people met. you knew you knew prior. There was like two or three people that I did know. Uh, maybe three or four actually of the forty. But it was someone's birthday, and it was actually really nice. I mean, it, it reinforced my 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 belief in humanity. I mean, these people these are people I would invite to my pickleball court any day. Yeah, <laughs> even a, a, a drop in. Yeah, yeah, even a drop in. Yeah, it was it was actually quite nice. But I do think that like when you do these things, when you see each other and you leave events early, I saw a study that if you leave parties without saying goodbye, you add two hours to your life each year. You add two hours to your life? Yeah, but you're not wasting time trying to get out of a party. Oh, my God, the goodbyes. My, yes. My, especially at family parties, when, when my wife goes, okay, let's get going, I know we're not going for another 40 minutes That's because crazy. it's the goodbyes last forever. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, It's unbelievable. Imagine. A house full of Josh's. Uh, Who's get the last word? I mean, I would think that fight would uh, go into the early dawn. <laughs> it was a house full of Josh's. I couldn't handle that. No but good. I, this idea of uh, manipulating or managing your time so that you make it scarce is uh, – It's interesting. It's an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting concept. 
it's a it's a balancing act, right? Because, but I do think that it can be it can make the world a better place. And also, by the way, I'd also argue that when I am there, when you are there, you're, you're that you are the best version of yourself. And maybe you right. can when you limit your time being there. Yeah. Got all right. your best jokes. Don't have to repeat yeah. them. Because right. you left speaking for two speaking hours, up, guys, sat in your car, speaking... and thought about good topics to talk about when you yeah, get back. Yeah, I won't be I won't be available for our next podcast until for about six months. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Let's practice your artificial scarcity. Hey, let me tell you let me tell you a story about a guy named Wally Pip. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, I did I will say this? I was recruiting a potential like real interview candidate for us, and he's very into it. Okay. And you, guys, right. and you guys both know him. I think it'd okay. be a great... Well, let's let's uh, talk about that in our production uh, yeah, we can. meetings. All right. We have one coming <laughs> up here soon. Yeah, right. Are we ready to go to the mailbag? Did we, yes, uh, we are. It's good advice, Omar, once again. I like it, Omar. That was Walk actually naked uh, and kind, of, uh, kind of helpful. All right. So uh, we did get an email this we week from, in the mailbag. It's uh, actually from St. Louis, Missouri. Let me look up the address here and see how far. It's... it's <laughs> It's 10 feet away from me. Oh, my gosh. It's the person that's in my house. Wait, wait. Um, is this like an episode of Scream? So, <laughs> yes. we'll phone call? Yeah, oh, yeah. So this call is definitely coming from inside the house. It's is a it horror heavy movie. breathing. So if you all remember correctly, in our last episode, Dave told in his topic a story about how he went to see a stand-up comedian named Gary Goldman. Oh and my how God. he so badly wanted to raise his hand when Goldman uh, uh, went to the audience. He wanted a connection with the comedian, right. and his wife put down his hand, slapped down his hand as Dave describes it, and basically told him, no, Wait, I think she said, we're I having think none said, of it. I think he said slap down his hand like Will Smith slapped down Chris Rock. I mentioned right? a bruise I had on my arm. He yeah. said something to that effect. Yeah. Well, anyway, we got a subsequent email about that very topic, and I, it's, it's, it's a little long, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through it kind of quickly. Um, but uh, and then Dave can address uh, each point, by the way. So w- this is from let's just call her disgruntled wife. That's how she signed it. <laughs> uh, so it says, dear, amazing guys at Friends Talking Shop. I, 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 uh, I put in that part. I improv that part. Here's, here's what's real. So unfortunately, this is her words. Dave's version of the story last week was missing some key components, and I can't let it stand. Several factors were conveniently left out of the story. I need to set the record straight. First, our daughter – so I assume there's a connection here between this uh, uh, emailer and Dave. Our daughter has good reason to be annoyed with Dave. He has a tendency to make events all about himself. Does that sound like Dave, Omar? On more, than, on, more, on more than one occasion, lately he has been mistaken for her older brother. This brings Dave great delight, but is annoying to no end to our daughter. Of course, Dave points this out every chance he gets. Our kids are the <laughs> champion eye rollers, and I often join them. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, he said, she said, I never. Can you, just real quick, refuse yes, point. Please, please, I did please. mention that my daughter was in the audience, and I was. You did. Thought about that, but my, my story was talking about how I lost my mind. Like, I just, like, blanked out when he was asking, so. I was concerned about up front, and I was I kind of lost myself. But yeah, she's right. I okay. Know. So point one for disgruntled wife. <laughs> Number two, I never, never in all caps, touched Dave's arm. Mm, that's very interesting. I put my hand gently on his knee the first time he went to raise his hand. I very gently squeezed his leg the second time. 
There was no arm swatting, no arm pulling, no arm hitting, definitely no bruising. So that is very contradictory to Dave's uh, yep. two to Dave's nothing story. She's got two. She's yep, got that one too. Yeah, it's called embellishment. It's good. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I, I, one person's embellishment, another person's lie. <laughs> we, we are we are entertaining here, but go on. That's right. Thank you. Number three. That's true. We are entertaining. That's true. Three. Our daughter is getting married in a couple of weeks. More than anything, both Dave and she want to have a beautiful father-daughter moment at the wedding. Dave has written a great speech to which she has approved. I'm going to take a pause there. So you showed her your speech? She No, no I have not. Uh, oh, she, oh, she just approved the fact with... that you're you're giving a speech. Yeah, I'm really excited. Okay. Yeah. I thought she actually read your speech and approved it. Approved no. it. Okay, that's good. They have a they have a great first dance song that they both love and is meaningful to them. Anything that could come between them in these last few weeks before the wedding should be avoided at all costs. So this is an interesting point. This is the one point I think in the scene I might slightly side with you, Dave. Because, and again, no knock against disgruntled wife here. I don't want to give her name away. But listen, is this going is this embarrassment gonna ruin the your speech and and nix your your daddy daughter dance? That seems a little extreme, See doesn't the it? Pressure I'm under. Is, yeah, is that, yeah, that's crazy. Right? Yeah, like the cage I live in. Yes. Yeah. Said, All thank right. you. Two to one. Two to one. Uh, number four, she says, I would have been embarrassed by this calling by his calling out too. I am pretty introverted, and like our daughter, don't like attention directed at me. I get that it's a once in a lifetime, and who cares? But we did know people in the audience. Ah, that was a direct response to what i said about no one knows you in the audience she says otherwise well my daughter she she uh <laughs> okay. that's it that's all she continues i maybe shouldn't care but i do and dave is normally very kind not to embarrass me on purpose so she would have suffered embarrassment is basically what she's what she's saying even if you would have made a connection and even as she describes it once in a lifetime moment yeah right right i the moon's lined up and i had an opportunity to and it's not like she would – no one knows she, she's with me at the moment. I would raise my hand, and it would be embarrassing or not, right? Is that – So let me ask you a question, Dave. If this was, if disgruntled wife had a once-in-a-lifetime moment that would have caused you a little bit of embarrassment in public, would you put that aside to let her have that moment or no? I would. Oh, yeah. I don't really get embarrassed. It doesn't matter what cow does. It's, <laughs> it's, she can't embarrass me. Interesting. I, All right. Look, her well, name is embarrassing. It doesn't it has it bothered me. We'll call that one a tie. Okay. Number, so we're 2-2? Two, 2-2. Two? Two, two. It comes down to point number five. Dave. Dave would have been impossible to live with had Gary acknowledged him from stage. The story would have been told ad nauseum. And would have grown to epic proportions. We have a hard time enough getting Dave's head through the door to the house as it is game, set, match, <laughs> disgruntled. <one. laughs> Omar, do you agree with that? Do you think I can't get my head through the door? It's. Oh, man, I'm sitting here and I. This is a very. This is. To, to, to get involved in this conversation is a little bit dangerous. Um. I feel like I was a little I was a little liberal with my views last week. Uh, I think that um, well, she's cl- she's giving you an, a perspective that she claims Dave didn't give accurately. So that's where yeah, she's coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess like how often do these types of moments come up? I, I will say David's consistently uh, putting himself in awkward positions and conversations just to get the kind of remark from people about how he looks young. 
<laughs> okay, Kettle. You hypocrite. Yeah. You hypocrite. You keep it's asking like people who looks younger. Like we're at the, it's like we're at the fucking circus. You know, he asked me. <laughs> it's still me times. So I, I totally identify with that. Um, I do think the daughter thing is, um, I don't want to touch it, but I do think at some points, you know, there's, there's, there's a, that's something that is a little, can be, uh, boy, this way to yeah, take a yeah, stand on this great. one. Yeah, this is supposed to be an opinionated podcast. I will say at some, at some point, you know, family, God. Needs, family, family, family needs to, the moments that exist for fathers and mothers, um, you know, the children should think about that because for the, for the first 18 years of their lives, you know, the parents in, in David's household, I suspect have done nothing but try to put them in the best possible position to be successful and happy. Well, they are the future. If you teach them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. And but but I do think about and about the last point, people in the audience, you know, that I would love that. I, I think the moments of embarrassment are great content and they're fodder for conversation. And of course, I kind of embrace that part. Here's how she concludes. Yes. So I stand by my decision to discourage his calling out in the show. And no, I won't be apologizing anytime soon. Let this be a lesson that Dave's stories cannot always be trusted to be factually accurate. I'm happy to give you the real story anytime. Maybe we maybe we have her come Fantastic in. Email. Fantastic email. Fantastic email. It was a very good email. I told her a possible interview might be in her future if she keeps continuing this 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 path of destruction. So, um, but I I look, I told her the fifth point isn't going to resonate with you. Do I said I you think I have a big head. <laughs> You think I have an ego problem? Like that's why we identify with each other. Like we're on a podcast because we think our conversations are hilarious. Like that's what you're dealing with egos that you can't control. So. Oh God. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, disgruntled wife, for your email. Our best email ever so far, and we encourage others to please, please write in. Yeah. You might get one from disgruntled husband next. (laughs) D H. (laughs) <laughs> that's right well uh i think we've hit our topics we hit our mailbag i think that concludes the show and uh time for dinner for this guy yeah um well thanks again guys and enjoy the rest of of june josh i'll see you in person soon yes we'll explain why but that absolutely that's omar feel free to come to st louis if you want to get the podcast together in person but on that note i'll say goodbye to everyone have a great week see ya bye everybody